All right, second half action now. We'll um, get right into it. Uh, the Braves daily segment coming up in just a moment. Also this day in Braves history. Plus, Teresa Walker will join us, uh, and we got a lot to talk about. So uh, stay tuned. The Grizz, the Preds, uh, the Titans. And in our final segment of the week, we'll look ahead to the weekend. What we got going on. So uh, looking forward to that. Now back to the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, who always has something going on, Mo Patton. The other guy with the Braves hat on today, Mr. Chris. Yeah, by the way, um, I got a new Twitter follower today. Uh, yeah. Palsy Punch Pop. Yes. How you like so, that? Uh, How you like that at name? That's, that's, that's pretty clever. It's pretty clever. I like it. So, so uh, Chuck, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, Chuck. Glad to have another follower. Good luck, Chuck. Good luck, yes. <laughs> when, when I put that Twitter handle together, I thought it was probably one of my greatest works. He, that's what his, his granddad name is, Pop. So, and then, of course, he has the palsy punch that there you, go. you can't get away from. <laughs> and speaking of punching, we'll talk about Mike Tyson later. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'll give you one for that one. <laughs> well done. I'm not, I'm not sure who I'd rather be hit by, by the way. That palsy punch is... I'm not trying to find out about either of them, to be honest. Uh, so. Well, don't don't drive with my dad in the passenger seat. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Especially if you're 15 years old and just learning how to drive, and he's nervous. Because <laughs> at any point, that arm jerks up, and boom, you're done. It's brutal. Went to school one day, bruised up face. What happened to you? My dad punched me. What? <laughs> You Do we need to call somebody? You couldn't say that today. Well, it's I mean, today's every, climate. Everyone knew my dad, so they knew what I meant. <laughs> uh, but it was just you know, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Braves and Marlins this weekend. That's who Miami is. Uh, JP, <laughs> the Marlins. <laughs> Jazz. I, I, I guess you just figured that if he was the producer on a sports talk show, he had a working knowledge of. Look, I'm, I'm, not, kind of I'm not giving him grief over the Miami Marlins because they just recently became the Miami Marlins in the last, what, five years or something. So I'm giving him a break there. Okay. Well, that was that was uh, minute 13 of 14 of the rundown. Sure, <laughs> he's, he's been through it. <laughs> Punch drunk. Huh? Yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, Jazz Chisholm comes to town along with his friend Jorge Solera. So I wonder if they're going to give him – his ring. I would imagine. Tonight. I, I just hope that none of Jazz Chisholm's hits result in any injuries for any Braves <laughs> this time around. Well, there's, yeah, or, or hopefully they won't end up like the one after the umpire told him to get in the box last <laughs> night. I'm, I'm still just, I, look, now, dadgummit. <laughs> Jazz Chisholm argued with the umpire over a sh ball strike call. That was a strike. And everybody on Twitter is giving Jazz, oh, way to go, Jazz. T tired of the ump it, it show. It was a strike. Tired of the ump show. Stop doing, you know, dude, you you were wrong. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. I, clearly. Yeah. So, anyway, he just went yard on the next pitch, so it, it worked didn't, out. Didn't matter. Yeah. Worked out real well for him. But yeah. that being said, Braves got a – Got some young folks on the bump mm -hmm. this weekend. The the youngest of the rotation coming at you. 
you got to hope Kyle Wright can continue to throw the way he's thrown in his first two outings. I mean, um, what he did, when was it? Was it Sunday at San Diego that he threw so well? Yes. I mean. No. Sunday? Was it Was it Sunday? What Monday was it? I'm th- I was thinking it could have been Saturday. Maybe it was Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday because they won the game. Won, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um, they start to run together. But um, he's throwing really well. And <laughs> you hesitate to say he's turned a corner, but, I mean, he's got a 1.64 ERA. So he's doing something right to this point. Hopefully he can continue it tonight. Yeah, you know, uh, he's he's been on a upward trajectory since the playoffs last year. I guess since the playoffs two years ago, wasn't he? he well, was he didn't the... necessarily. He was a little inconsistent last year, but but then this past year's postseason, he's certainly been on and he's been trending upward since yes. then for sure. And and that's that's all you can ask for 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 young arms. I mean, they're not going to be they're going to be great when they first get up because hitters don't have anything to study, right? And unless you're tipping pitches, you're probably you're you're probably going to be you're going to look better when you first get up. And then folks you're going to start figuring you out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, you've to, got adjust to adjust to the adjustments. And what and he's done that. Mm-hmm. So you you have to be impressed with what he's been able to do. Uh you know, Ian he's Anderson, definitely attacking the bottom half of the strike zone and he's pounding the strike zone. And, and I think that's where Ian Anderson currently is. Is still tr- after last year's postseason, he is having to make another round of adjustments. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's been a li- he's just he hasn't had great control to this point. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, the shortened spring training is probably exactly. affecting him as much as anybody. Right, and and so. You hope that this being his third outing, mm-hmm. that he gets the Max Freed light bulb. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and not again. We've talked about the Marlins and how much they scare us, but this is a lineup that you can let that light bulb. You know, you, you can hope that the light bulb comes on mm-hmm. and. Get some confidence. There are some outs in this lineup. There yes. are also some people in this lineup that can hurt you, and you mentioned two one of them. <laughs> two well, of two them. of them, yeah. yeah. So um, it'll be interesting for the young arms, like you said, Wright Anderson and, and Bryce Elder that are going out there this weekend as as the Braves try to get over 500 going in at 6-8. and eight. I guess it's got they've got a sweep to get there. Would would definitely need to sweep to get there, but again, this is this is a lineup, and again, Duvall not in the lineup tonight, right? Getting a day off, but I, I thought I, I saw a tweet from someone who said, "Look, Duvall's not a natural center fielder. <clears throat> it's a taxing position on some people. He's a little older than what we would normally see out there. He needs a couple days off in a row early just to kind of keep his legs under him for mm-hmm. the remainder of the year." So I don't hate the idea. Uh, I mean, I I can't wait till Ronnie gets back and we can put somebody else in center field and move him to left. Mm-hmm. But right now, Travis Demerit making his uh, Braves starting lineup debut. And that's going to be interesting. 
him in right field because he came up as an infielder. I mean, he came up to replace Austin Riley. So what's that going to look like? We'll see soon enough. Can't be any worse than Rosario's been, I guess. I don't know. Man. We'll find out. Yeah, today in Braves history, on April 22nd, 1966, the Braves score two in the first, three in the third, and go on to defeat the visiting New York Mets 8-4, recording their first victory in Atlanta after relocating from Milwaukee. Eddie Matthews and Hank Aaron each had a double in the win while the host took advantage of four New York errors because, of course, Mets, Mets going to met. They improved to five and four on the season and one and two at home after a pair of season opening losses to visiting Pittsburgh. So, first yeah. win at Atlanta Fulton County Stadium on this date. What is that? 50, 56 years ago? Don't say that out loud. That's the year my mama was born. She don't want you to say it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sherry. Yes, 56 just, years just ago. Ig- ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa Walker comes up in the next segment. Y'all stick around. We're going to talk Grizzlies, uh, perhaps the greatest fourth quarter in NBA playoff history from a team. I don't know. Uh, So plenty to talk about. A.J. Brown, the Predators, and more. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931 388 8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931 388 5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931 388 5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. 
as you see on the commercials that as our colleague Casey Patrick has noted are not that bad stick around through them it's not, they're not you know it's 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 worth sticking around especially when after the commercials are over you get a chance to hear from Teresa Walker who joins us now on the show Teresa how are you I'm tired. It's been a long week and next week is looking even longer. <laughs> it's it's not going to get any easier with with all of course the draft on its way, the Grizzlies in the first round and if they keep doing what they did last night, it's it's not going to be an easy way. <laughs> I wonder how many times folks had to rewrite stories last night. Uh, <laughs> and and then of course the Predators are in their last week of, of the playoff push. So, yeah, you're right. It's it's a tough week for you. Well, I'll say this. There's a reason why I don't uh, write my story too early. Uh, you know, after 30 years, I've gotten a good feel for when it's, you know, when it's soup. And, you know, now I, with that big of a lead, I might have done some writing at halftime. I mean, surely I would have written some stuff and, and had something set up. But that's where, you know, you got to be a pro. And when there's a collapse like that, guys, I actually wrote something like that. In 2012, the Grizzlies blew a 27-point lead to the Los Angeles Clippers in game one of their first-round series. The Grizzlies went on to lose that playoff series. And, you know, it's, it's you know, having seen it, you know, teams can say, yeah, we're going to come back, we're going to fight back. That's a gut punch, okay? You know, the Grizzlies were up 16 going into the fourth quarter of that game. And, you know, it just, you know, to watch it slip away, the Grizzlies lost by one. The Timberwolves not only, you know, blew a 20, uh, what, 26-point lead in the first half, 25 with three minutes left in the, in the third quarter. They were up uh, going into that fourth quarter, four shots made. I mean, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, an all-star, he's just kind of disappeared in these last two games. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just interesting. I, I saw, you know, somebody who does radio in Memphis, uh, Jason Smith, Mo, you probably remember him from when he, his days with the commercial appeal, he tweeted that it was a soul snatching victory. I can't disagree with that. And it's up to the Timberwolves to prove that it isn't. It's tough to think that it's not. I, I think Jason is actually absolutely right. Soul snatching is a great Descriptive, I think. And, and you know, as much as the athletes are going to tell you it's just one game, it's just one game, I, I don't know. That's 25 in the fourth, and, and you give it up like that. That It's got to be tough psychologically to bounce back from that. And if you're Memphis, you've got to feel 10 foot tall and bulletproof at this point. I mean, what's it take to beat us? You know, we were down 25 going into the fourth and one. John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson Jr. played horribly. Uh, And John Morant, as bad as he played, still had a Mm triple-double. The first in postseason history for the Memphis Grizzlies. So, you know, that's the thing. And And he said it. He goes, I didn't play good. You know, they were thanking their teammates for picking them up and having their back. And, you know, and, and yet he still ended up with a triple-double. You know, it, it's kind of absurd. That, you know, I looked down at the stat line and it's like, are you kidding me? You know, and that, that goes to show that the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, they may not be – the shots may not be falling, but they're doing the other things, you know. And, and Ja was 
handing the ball out. You know, the, the Timberwolves seem to have really made a commitment to not let him drive the paint and get the point. I mean, he led the NBA in, in points scored in the paint this season. And we saw it. I mean, he drives, floaters, dunks, you know, little weaves and in and outs and layups and such. Uh, he just dominated in the paint. And yet, you know, they've been trying to stop that. So what I saw him doing later in that game was, all right, I'm going to drive, I'm going to dish. And, you know, he had an incredible drive, and then he kicks it out to uh, Desmond Bain for the tying three in the corner. I mean, you know, that's that's somebody to, you know, showing that, okay, my shots aren't falling. This is what I'm going to do uh, to get things going. So I'm really curious to see what the what is going to go, you know, what, how they how the Timberwolves adjust and if the Grizzlies can start a game better than they did last night because, you know, that's the only thing they didn't do well uh, was start the first half and the second half better. And, oh, by the way, this game was in Minnesota. Yes, and and Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. In fact, Carl Anthony Towns was caught on video saying, they're in Minnesota now. Uh, they're in our place. And Anthony Edwards talked about how they got to come to our crib, et cetera. It, it's very interesting. It's just, you know, and now they, 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 they're down 2-1. And, you know, that's I've, – I've been covering the NBA playoffs for a while now. Uh, I remember once the Grizzlies had a 2-1 lead. And, you know, the, the Oklahoma uh, paper had a headline, Mr. Unreliable, you know, dinging on Kevin Durant. And he came back out the next game and single-handedly changed that entire series. Now, could the Timberwolves do something like that tomorrow night? Absolutely. I mean, they've got some talent over there. You know, uh, Anthony Edwards. Carl Anthony Towns, you know, uh, up and down that roster. I mean, Jade McDaniels is a guy who kind of gets ignored, but he was drafted the same class as Anthony Edwards. They've got the talent. Now, can they come out? You know, uh, John Morant put it on, on Thursday. It's like, you know, we ain't ducking no smoke. We run up the chimney. They ran up the chimney last night. And can the Timberwolves respond? Tune in. They tip off tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Do you... Do you think where, well, let me put it this way. Where does this rank in fourth quarters in NBA playoff history? I mean, for a team to finish on a, what, 40 something to 18 run, it's got to be up. There. They outscored them 50 to 12 at one point I, you know, or something like that. I mean, it, it was just absurd. I haven't seen any rankings, but it's like, that was just talk about flipping a switch. It was a little insane. Well, it's the same thing that happened in really the same thing that happened in the second quarter. It was just like, for whatever reason, come out of the locker room, the, <laughs> the Timberwolves were on fire. And then I guess reality set in or the Memphis Grizzlies flipped that switch and boom, next thing you know, they were, uh, you know, making the, making a comeback quickly and erased a couple of 20 point plus deficits. So pretty impressive. No doubt there, Teresa Walker, the sports editor of the, for the Associated Press here in Tennessee, joining us now on Main Street Sports today. And, Teresa, we want to talk also about a couple of things with the Predators. Obviously, uh, big – got some help last night from the Calgary Flames. Thank you, Calgary, uh, beating <laughs> beating Dallas and uh, leaving the Preds now, I guess, three points ahead in for that first wild card spot. And – Obviously, this is a big week for them and starting this weekend at Tampa Bay and then back home for Minnesota. 
It is huge. It does feel, let's put it this way, it feels much more like the uh, Predators are uh, going to clinch a spot than you know, certainly after, you know, last weekend. I did not think that. So, um, you know, in fact, I was over at Predators practice today uh, working on a uh, story on UC Saros, who, by the way, is just tied for the uh, most wins by a goalie in the NHL. <laughs> You know, so if you thought if you were worried about the secession plan for Pecorine, don't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, 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 and here's the fun thing with their schedule. It, you know, this is this is going to be an interesting challenge. You know, their their regular season finale is at Arizona. So they could potentially be looking at a trip from uh, go to Arizona and then go to Calgary for the start of a series there. But here's the thing. They play them beat them 3-2 Tuesday night. They host them again Tuesday night, final game of the regular season at home. And then they go to Colorado and Arizona. Um, you know, they're sweating it out. I remember a couple other seasons where they kind of sweated their way into the postseason and, and surprised everybody. Anyone remember 2017? They literally were the 16th team in out of 16 teams into the NHL and made a run to the Stanley Cup final. I'm not saying that's going to happen. God knows it would make my life easier if that doesn't happen. Uh, because, again, remember the other team we were just talking about? Um, but, uh, you know, this is the thing. You know, they, they played their best against the best. And, you know, they're going to have a chance to show it here in the next five games. Well, they're going to have to because, like you said, they are playing the best. You've got Colorado in there. You've got Calgary in there. You've got, of course, this weekend, Tampa Bay and Minnesota. All four of those teams have better records than the Predators. Meanwhile, the Stars are at home all week. They've got Seattle 26-44-6, Vegas 42-31-5, Coyotes, uh, Phoenix 22-49-6, and, and then Anaheim 30-34-14. All of those teams have worse records than Dallas, and they're at home. So you have to take care of business on the ice yourself because you cannot expect Dallas to lose more than they win of these next four games. Oh, absolutely. And that's the thing. The Predators have a game in hand. You know, they've played 77 as opposed to 78, and they've got two points uh, in hand on top of the, the, the uh, Stars. So that certainly helps. But, uh, you know, that's the thing. Nothing is assured until you're in. And, you know, the Predators, it's, you know, how do they handle the pressure of, you know, stepping up to that? Having had a couple of days off, I think, will help. And then it doesn't hurt that, uh, you know, after they play, you know, this is the challenge. You know, they, they've had three days off. They practice today for sure. Uh, then Tampa Bay, back home against Minnesota, day off. Calgary, day off. Travel to Colorado. Boom, boom, back-to-back games. This isn't an easy finishing stretch for the Predators. They're going to have to show what they can do. If the last time they played back-to-back games is any indication. Now, granted, I, I don't think. I feel like St. Louis is really good, but so is Minnesota. Do you think the Predators send UC Soros out twice in a row? That I would, after the most recent experience, I'd have to say no. I mean, big save Dave is going to have to come through for you at some point, right? <laughs> let's go Dave. Um, let's go Dave. I mean, you know, that, that's what he was signed for. And, you know, that's the thing. If you can't trust him, to play the first or second in a back-to-back, then Connor Ingram better be up here in a hurry next, this fall, okay? Um, so, yeah, um, 
sometimes you, you pay the price and, you know, we'll see if that ends up costing the predators, but, or if they can find a way to, you know, outscore whatever their goalie might give up. So. <laughs> Speaking with Teresa Walker of the Associated Press here on Main Street Sports today, Teresa, we would be remiss if we did not ask you once again. Well, before we get away from the Preds, I guess. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, going going over to Europe to start the 22-23 season, looks like they are. Yes, and apparently there'll be a scrimmage against SC Bern, which, uh, by the way, you know, surprise, uh, Roman Yossi used to play for him. So it's going to be almost like old home week in a way uh, for, for Roman Yossi. Matthias Eck almost telling us that that's a two-hour flight from Sweden. So he's expecting family and friends to be coming to Prague to watch them and you know, this is something that, you know, with the pandemic, it just kind of disappeared. But, you know, it's kind of announced back in 2019, and then it just disappeared in, in COVID. So, you know, we're back on target, and things are looking pretty good. And, uh, yeah, these should be some fun games. It's, you know, I think that, uh, you know, all the players who are, you know, from Europe are going to very much look forward to the chance to play an NHL game in front of family and friends. I mean, who wouldn't, right? Yeah, makes sense. Seems like it would be pretty exciting. Now, um, we talked the last time we spoke with you regarding the trade, I don't want to say rumors, but trade talk, I guess, around receiver A.J. Brown. Now, I think since we talked to you, Debo Samuel has declared that he wants to be traded by the 49ers. Um, Where do you think this situation between the Titans and AJ Brown sits at this point. I mean, is it, it surely it does not get to that point. I can't imagine. I mean, it's a matter of getting paid and you know, while I can understand AJ Brown wants some more and you know, that video made it clear. He he thinks he wants, he he's made it clear that apparently on that video that Titans are offering no more than 20 and he's wanting much more than 20. You know, here's the thing. The Titans don't have that money just yet. Give them till June 1st. I mean, John Robinson said yesterday, uh, you know, Vin Marino is a whiz at the cap with his pencil. The problem is the reason why they hired him away from the NFL office to begin with. He knows the salary cap. But you have to be able to, uh, you know, have the money. And until June 1st, when the Julio Jones cap money comes back in, you, you, you can search under the cushions, but, you know, even, even the slightest, cap friendly deal is still going to cost more than 2 million this year. So or sure seems and oh yeah, there's a draft next week. So it's like maybe put in a call to his agent and say, dude, seriously, we're, 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 we're you know, let us focus on the draft right now. Okay. You know, he's going to get paid. Is it, is it going to be Tyreek Hill, Devonte Adams money? No, it's going to be Christian Kirk money because the Jacksonville Jaguars have more money than cents. No. Um, is it going to be a good number at some point? Yes. And he's going to be paid. But, you know, I, I, listen, we all get it. You know, when we know we've got a big bonus, we worked a lot of overtime, and we know that check's coming on Friday, don't we all want it as soon as it can hit our bank account? We get it. He's off right now, essentially. It's the off season. They don't work that hard even, you know. So he just wants to be able to have his money and have that security. Don't blame him a bit. But – patience it's okay and you know little advice to aj it's okay stay away from social media <laughs> or mute yourself on social media that's that not, way that's people, not advice you know to, to you agent, that's not advice what people to are saying 
Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. good advice to everyone, not yeah, just AJ. Stay away from social media. Don't don't press send. Um, I woke up this morning. I am on a text string with a couple of good friends that are that are Titans fans, and one of them texted something hypothetically, but I I, I was less than half awake when I saw it, and it said. AJ to the Jets for all their picks next week. And I thought it was a trade that had been made in my sleep and, and talk about a rude awakening. You panic. Yeah. But the, yeah, the, the, the Jets do like have not to freak you out. Yeah. The Jets do have nine picks in next week's draft. So, I mean, the Titans don't have that many needs. Do they have needs that, you know, maybe, uh, you know, oh, God. Yeah. The, <laughs> ask the New Orleans Saints how well trading away an entire, an draft, entire draft class does yeah. Yeah. for a franchise, especially a franchise like the Titans that, let's just say the last two draft classes have been a little thin, certainly compared to 2019. They need the picks that they've got. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> okay, is, okay. This is a challenge. This is. Okay, yes. but if any team was but, dumb enough to do it, it would be the J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so. saying. That may be so. <laughs> but here's the thing. You're a week from the draft and everybody just this is not fantasy football, it's the NFL. And what you can think of does not mean that it would fly in the realm of the NFL. I'm just saying. There you go. I, I feel quite confident you're right, but it's, I guess with it being a week before the draft, it's kind of um, the silly season, so to speak. So, Oh, it's very silly. <laughs> it's silly. Social media has not made this easier, especially not people videotaping people and putting that out on the social media airways. It's like just a reminder, you know, uh, anybody can record you wherever you're at, so maybe don't say some things out loud. And there you have it. There you go. Teresa Walker. Teresa Walker of the Associated Press joining us here on Main Street Sports today. Teresa, rest up because um, looks like it's going to be a long week. Gentlemen, long week. I don't know when I'll have another day off after Sunday. And uh, and I'm, I'm going two weeks out because think about this. Second round starts maybe May 1st. And for the, the Grizzlies, if they advance, and then you've got the, you know, the Predators potentially in the playoffs starting in May. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, um, maybe middle of May I'll get lucky. I'm just hoping at this point that I can have Mother's Day off. Well, we'll, we'll make some calls. We'll, 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 call, uh, we'll call Lawson and make sure that if, uh, if he needs to call in sick for you, that we can do that. He he he's practiced his coughing enough that that we can make it work. <laughs> oh, uh, intern two has uh, celebrated Mother's Day with me at FedEx Forum in the past, so it's, <laughs> it's nothing new to him. Hey, that's that. There's nothing wrong with that. Could be worse. I mean, yeah, it could most certainly be worse. So there you go. That may have been the Mike Conley mask game, guys. Oh, well, I mean. I, that was a that was a an interesting almost debacle. <laughs> hey, yeah. uh real quick before we let you go, um the week after, I guess the Saturday after um the 14th, that's the first home game for Nashville Soccer Club, right? 
No, uh, first home game for National Soccer Club is May 1st. And as I've told the media folks over there, sorry, uh, <laughs> our, somebody else for AP is going to have to handle that. I'm a little busy. Gotcha. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Teresa, we appreciate it as always. My pleasure, guys. And, uh, you know, check in with me next week. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see if we can find the time. I mean, I hope to sleep sometime next week. <laughs> well, Just kidding. We'll, we'll do Not our really. best. We'll do our best to help you out there. Just tell him you're on the Thanks, air with guys. us and take a nap. Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you then. Thanks, um, guys. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll tell you what are we looking forward to this weekend because there's a lot to look forward to. So stick around. Main Street Sports Today comes back after this. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Walker. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, Ari Dickey. Ari, did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was nice. Has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham. Ryan <laughs> <laughs> other guy Wham married the best looking girl Bananarama, so other guy Wham had pretty good life. From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media social platforms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice. Welcome back in to this final Friday segment of Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I have to read the thing now because I made the, I messed up yesterday, so now I'm gun-shy. <laughs> oh, man. Fellas, what you got planned for this weekend? What, what's going on? What are we looking forward to? Anything exciting in your worlds? I may try to wander downtown for the Main Street Festival in Franklin tomorrow. Franklin. Sounds like fun. That does sound like fun, actually. It's the first time. Uh, I think they postponed it last year until July. I didn't go, but before that, you know, obviously everything kind of got thrown into uproar the last two or three years. So, so I might go down there and wander around a little bit, stop in Kilwins, get some ice cream. Might tell my mom to come up a little early. Oh, is your mom coming up this week? Mom is coming up this weekend. We're going to see Gene Watson in McMinnville. So. There you go. On fire concerts. Big, yeah, yeah. Ron yeah. Johnson, uh-huh. on fire concerts. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's it's going to be a really fun way. I, she's, she is the only reason I'm a Gene Watson fan, so I figured if I was going to get tickets, there was no one else I could invite. One, Sarah would not enjoy it. She would be like, <laughs> I'm sorry, should I go home? Yes. Is this your Mother's Day gift? Um, Are you framing it in not, that manner? Not really, no. It's just... 
That's good. That's thanks for just being a good son. That's yeah, good. just thanks, mom. Appreciate well done. it. Well done. Yeah. What about you, Jonathan? Um, actually, uh, yeah, I'm going to be going to Nash Vegas on Saturday tomorrow. For what? Yeah. Um. What? What? <laughs> uh, on purpose? Going to Trader Joe's. Looking forward to that. Do that in Franklin. Yeah, those are Trader Joe's we in ha- Cool Springs. We haven't been to that. That's not the whole reason we're going. But um, oh, oh, I know where you're going though. I don't think you do. How do you? <laughs> I, I know where you're going in tra- to Trader Joe's. Oh, okay, in Trader Joe's. So next, <laughs> next to Trader Joe's, uh huh, is Sushi Train. Which one though? Which Trader Joe's? The one the in Belmead. Is there not? Is there more than one? There's one in Green Hills. That was the original. Oh, the I didn't one. realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one in Green Hills. That's right. Yep. That's the only one I knew of. No, the one over in uh, was it White's Creek in Belmead? Oh, I don't area. go over there. The one in Belmead area has Sushi Train next to it, and Sushi Train is phenomenal. Huh. You definitely you like go. sushi. I will keep well, that in mind. I've been to that Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. So Sushi Train is they they put it on a conveyor belt, and you just pick it up as it ah, comes. What are those places? It's amazing. There you go. All you can eat. That's interesting. <laughs> I like that. But you got to sit close to the kitchen, or you only get what's left. <laughs> and get by the time it gets around to you, oh, it's been picked, picked over. over. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a long train around the. It is around the restaurant. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Trader Joe's uh, and then what? Trader Joe's. Uh, the Mandarins are going to Nashville. Going to uh, going to see a uh, a play at T-Pack. Little little arts and entertainment oh, look tomorrow. Look at you being yeah. all culture. This is um this is apparently it's a play about uh the days after nine eleven and the airfield and community in Newfoundland where there were a ton of planes that had to land there, uh, and apparently uh, created a lot of uh, relationships with the community that have lasted over the years. So there's a there's a play based on that. So going to see that with 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 the folks. Uh, and then have a nice little dinner planned afterwards. Back not in, at Sushi Train. Huh? Not at Sushi Train. Back in Green Hills. Yeah. Okay. So then, so you're going you're going back to Green Hills. Mm-hmm. So what time is the play? Two o'clock. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, matinee. Matinee. Uh-huh. Yeah. Matinee. Yeah. Little Saturday matinee at uh, at the Jackson Theater at T-Pack. So you you would go to T- you would go to Trader Joe's afterwards. No, because... we'll go before. Oh goodness. Yeah. So you, so you're going to Green Hills twice in one day? Well, see, the the restaurant is right around the corner from the Trader Joe's. So you're going to Green Hills twice in one day? Correct. Uh, oof. Good see, on a Saturday? Good luck to out. you, buddy. See, we're going to drive up to Green Hills. <laughs> I don't know how much planning you're doing here. This, this oh, no, but hear, hear me out. Here we my go. hat is off to you, sir. Yeah, there's no doubt. <laughs> see, my parents, they're already in Nashville today. Okay. They're staying downtown. So we're going to meet them at TPAC. Actually, meet them at the Hermitage, where we'll... Go in and, and drive across. So we're going to go to Trader Joe's, park our car at the restaurant around the corner. Then we're going to have dinner, Uber it downtown, meet my parents at the play, enjoy that, then drive with my parents back to, back the to Green Hills to the restaurant, have dinner, and then we part and caravan back to the Burke. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's a lot of traffic. Oh, man. Good yeah, luck well, to you. Uh, but only one part of it, I actually have to drive. Right. And, and and you out of downtown Saturday afternoon. Yeah, going in town. It's it's an Uber. Man. Good luck. Man. Good luck. So I can have fun you. with that. <laughs> Other than that's that's a full Saturday. It is a full Saturday. <laughs> Ain't no and doubt. No, no Home Depot included in that either. Mm. Or Bed Bath and Beyond. I've mm. got. <laughs> I've got. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've got three stories I've got to finish up writing, so Sorry. that's always fun. Uh, and then, then of course, I'll probably be watching some some Preds, and of course, the Braves will be on. So I'm, I'm hoping to get First Horizon on Sunday just for a, a 2 o'clock start. It's going to be a pretty day. No reason not to. So I'm going to try to get out to First Horizon on Sunday. You guys should join me out there if you're out there watching. It is, of course, Nashville Sounds. So stop by, say hi, right? Yeah, stop by, say hi. Other than Turn that, around and wave at Jeff. That's right. We will <laughs> hey, be. You've back. got a press pass. You can oh, that's right. Go yeah. up. You can go up and can, see Jeff. See Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Say hello. Uh, <laughs> we will be back on Monday, and don't forget Tuesday we will be downtown ourselves at uh, Bridgestone Arena and the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame live and in person. So come join us there. We'd love to have you stop by and say hi. Stop by, say hi. Get a picture with the World Series Championship piece of metal. You're going to say get a picture with us. I'm like, I don't know if you want to. No, no. I, don't, I can't imagine you anybody can. really wanting to do that. Can, yeah. I can't imagine them wanting to get a picture with the Absolutely. World Series trophy. As, as they should. So should be a lot of fun. You guys come hang out with us again. We'll be back on the air uh, 2 o'clock Monday. And, of course, again at the Sports Hall of Fame on Tuesday at 2 o'clock as well. Good to see you guys in person today, by the way. Yes, it's not. Hello. Good you're not on back. a screen. You're on a screen, but you're not on a screen. <laughs> we can actually throw things at it. That's right. I know you've missed that. <laughs> so, he's JP. I'm Chris Yao. Mo Patton. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. <laughs>